It's Friday, June 10th, 2016, and we have a very, very, very funny episode for the day. Today, we're going to get into the day I lost my virginity. Now, this is a story that I've told my friends, this story, a story I told on Twitter years ago, um, and it it was it was very very um interesting i must say but i thought i should share it with with you guys you know what i'm saying my friday listeners my friday family y'all saying y'all like my family now i feel like i i feel like if i have something to say during the week or during the month you know what i'm saying i can just you know release it and let y'all know on friday so i was thinking about we was talking i was talking about i was talking to my cousin the other day about um about uh girls and stuff like that and uh the story came up and he was just like, yo, you should, you should, you should, you should, you know, share that. And I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't know if I want to share that again. I, w- I don't know if I want to leave that in the past. Cause some things are just left better, you know, unsaid, but you know, since I have said it before and I was just like, you know what, you know, whatever. So my virginity story, I'm going to get some background before I get into the story uh, of me. Um, in high school, I was not sexually active at all. Like, I was the one out of my friends that was always like, you know, we should be waiting to marriage. Uh, we should not be, you know, slaying girls. We should not be, you know, doing all of this. And my my friends were just like, yeah, whatever. You know, senior week came around. They were smashing, middle school smashing, whatever. Like, it was just all over the place, right? So, I was just like, you know what, like... No, maybe maybe this you know this this godly role is not you know serving me well because I'm I'm very horny right now you know what I'm saying like I'm always like horny when you're horny you know you're always edgy you start doing stuff that you know you shouldn't be doing like you know you know masturbating in the mirror shit like that like that's just not it's not a good lifestyle to live so what I was what I what I was telling my friends I was just like you know what maybe I should just do it one time to get it out of my system and then go back to my my righteous ways but then they were like you know what you should you're the one that's gonna hold us down you're the one that's the good one you're the one that's not gonna you know break your journey now you know just wait you know you're gonna be the one get wait to marriage man blah 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 so throughout high school i just you know refrained i don't know why i, I had girlfriends i had and they had just so happened the girls that i was dating was virgins so it's just like it was what it was i never really had any pressure to have sex in high school you know a couple times i did senior week stuff like that but the girls I encountered that were in my path, maybe because, you know, my my aura was so positive at that point that, you know, I attracted positive people that, you know, had the same walk of life as me. But I never really had felt any pressure to have sex until I graduated from high school. And I was just like, all right, I graduated. I'm 18 years old. Like, I need to be having sex. So that we fast forward to freshman year in college. We get to USC. Uh, my roommate was Trey McCullough. If you know Trey McCullough, Trey McCullough is a very interesting guy. Um, he had a girlfriend at the time, and he's, if you know his personality, you would know that he's always the one that's always, like, you know, joking on you, roasting on you, stuff like that. But it's all out of love, so it was whatever. So, Trey had this phrase he would tell me all the time. It was just like, like Jeff, all right, man, you know what I'm saying? When you gonna get some ass, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just like, you know, I thought you told me you wanted me to wait. I thought you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I... I thought this was my, you know, this was my, my lane in life. You know, I'm supposed to be the one that's supposed to do things the right way. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully steer y'all eventually. And he was just like, you know, you definitely 
need to, you know, get some ass, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay. So we fast forward. Uh, we move into our new dorm room. It's all, we're all excited, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had our own bed. Like, I'm out in my parents' crib, shit like that. And I'm just like, yeah, this is definitely, like, a good environment for me to, you know, engage in sexual activity because there's a lot of females around, you know, it's college campus, it's fresh, you know what I'm saying, it's, we're away from home, it's it's, it's, it's an opportunity for you to go ahead and step in to that lane, you know what I'm saying, so first weekend gets there, and Trey tells me he's going uh, to stay with his girl for the weekend, and as he's walking out, he's like, yo, you know, when I leave, man, you're going to have a room to yourself, blah, blah, man, you get some ass, bro. I'm just like, nah, you know, I'm cool, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. And he's like, man, whatever, bro. So he just walks out, and that's, that's that was the end of it. And I remember he left, like, two condoms on his desk. I don't know if he did that intentionally or not, but I think he did to this day. I don't think he even remembers that, but two condoms on the desk. And so I'm, just, I'm just looking at the condoms the whole time. It's like when you and the condoms have, like, a realization, and the light literally shines right on the condoms, like in the cartoon and shit like that, that's exactly what happened as he walks out the door, so... Looking at the condoms, I'm just like, wow, like condoms. Like the condoms I had were like expired. Like condoms I got like eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was in college now. Like those condoms were not very useful. So I was looking at his condoms like like they were like you know hundred dollar bills something like that. Walks out the room, and I got I sit down on my bed, and I remember thinking about like, wow, like you know I really do have the room to myself for a weekend, you know. The worst that can happen is if I hit everybody up that I know and they still, you know, don't want to come through. And then I'll be like, okay, well, at least I tried. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I put my phone out and I started scrolling through the Rolodex. And I hit one girl up. And the one girl, she was out of town. She hadn't moved in yet, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Next girl, she was busy. Next girl had just gotten into a relationship. Get down to this girl. This girl I had known all, like, all my life, like, all through school, you know what I'm saying? You know, we were, like, cool. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not, not going to get any ass out of this, but at least I have some company, you know what I'm saying? Somebody just to chill with, vibe with, and then they leave, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I hit her up, and I'm just like, yo, you know, you know, Trey's gone. I'm kind of lonely. Can you just come through, you know, whatever? And she's like, yeah, sure, I'll come through, you know, whatever. So, if you look at our dorm, there's like a bridge, and you can see anybody walking up to the dorm. I'm looking out, and there she is. She's walking up, whatever. She has like a shorty shorts on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, this is interesting. And um, I go downstairs to let her in, you know, show her ID and get her in. She's on the phone. She's on the phone, uh, obviously, a, a companion. I don't know. If, I, I think it was a boyfriend. Uh, but she's like, yo, I love you, blah, 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 you know, I'll talk to you later, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is definitely a dead end, but, you know, it is what it is, so we walk up to the room, and it's already, like, nine-something at night, um, it's kind of dark, and, um, there's no lights on in the, in the dorm, I don't know if I did that intentionally or not, I don't think I did, I don't think I was that savvy, but, you know, I didn't have any lights on, there was, like, music playing, you know, but it wasn't like romantic music. It was just like, you know, some rap, but it was low. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, she heard a beat. That's all she heard. She heard a beat. She saw no lights and there was a TV. So when this was before, it was like Netflix and chill. It was just like, you know, I have Netflix, you know, through one of my homeboys. And, you know, we're on two separate beds, but I guess it's Netflix and chill. So 
I'm on tri- I'm on uh, one of my I'm on my friend's bed and she's on my bed, and the reason why is because she was a a bigger lady, so she we couldn't be on the same bed for that long period of time because I either be put, get pushed off or I'd be against the wall like scrunched or something like that. So I was just like you know what Trey's gone for the weekend, I'm just gonna sit on Trey's bed. So, um, she basically sit down on the bed and she sends me a text message and. I look down at my phone, and I'm like, why is she texting me? She's, like, three feet away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're watching this movie. It's boring. I understand that. But, you know, if we resort to this, then I think it's best we go ahead and cut ties and leave. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we both know that there's there's nothing that can result from this situation at all. You know? And she's just like, yeah, um, why are you so far away from me? You know? And I'm like, okay, well. In the back of my head, I was just thinking of the conversation she was having with her boyfriend or a guy she talks to or whatever on the way up. So I was just like, well, you know, obviously I can't really, I'm not really in a position to try you or nothing like that. You know, I'm a virgin. I don't know what I'm doing. It's just a lot going on. A lot stacked against me right now. So there's not much that can happen really. So I turned her text back. I was like, I don't know why you so far. So literally she puts the phone down on the nightstand gets up and walks over to the bed and she has like literally nothing but like panties on and like one of those little tank tops whatever and I'm just like okay well this is definitely getting more and more interesting by the minute so she was like you know um I've had a crush on you since high school and I was like I was like wow why why did you say anything before before now and I was she was just like you know I've have I have a boyfriend. We've been in in a situation for like three years. I didn't I didn't know she had a boyfriend until this moment. I didn't know before you know things escalated, but I didn't know before I actually invited her over. I thought you know that situation was over, but obviously they've been in a relationship for like three years. So I was just like, wow, you know this is very interesting. You're in my bed with a boyfriend. I'm a virgin. No, I don't even know how to put on a condom, and yet I still feel stimulated. So you know it is what it is. Uh, she tells me, yeah, um. I feel like, you know, me and you uh, can get acquainted. And I didn't know what acquainted meant at the time. I was just kind of like, okay, um, yeah, we, you know, we're going to get close. Yeah, we, you know, we, <laughs> we're we going to get close, you know. And, and she's just like, starts laughing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So she kisses me on the cheek, and, I'm, and I feel like, I felt like one of those lightning bolts went through my body. It was like electric, like fireworks, like Carlton and Fresh Prince episode. You know what I'm saying? When he went in the room and they closed the door behind and then the crowd's like, that's how I felt. It was just like really electric. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, wow. Like, if I forget like that of a kiss, imagine how it's going to be, you know, when I actually, you know, I actually had to like pull my dick out. So she's like, She's like, you know, so why aren't you kissing me back? And I'm like, I am, you know, kissing you back. It's just that I have to savor this because it doesn't happen that often. You know, I'm I'm the one that's not supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, doing things like this. And I've, been, I've had kisses and stuff like that in the past. I had girlfriends and stuff. But it's, this was just, like, so unexpected, you know what I'm saying? Like, like really, like, this is what guys talk about when they say, like, unexpected sex and stuff like that. I never even had that opportunity, so... For me to, you know, be in this situation at this moment, it was really, like, breathtaking to me. Um, she kisses me. I kiss her back. You know, we just started getting into it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, she was like, no, we got to stop. And then at this point, I'm, like, really, like, rock hard. Like, 
rock hard. Like, like my penis, like, and my briefs were not getting along that night at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I was trying to get out of jail or something like that. That's how my penis felt in those briefs. So I was just like, yeah, this can't happen. There's so much blood in my lower extremities right now that I can't even think. Like, and I feel like that's why, you know, a lot of guys... They start contemplating rape at one point. You know, they're kind of like, you know what, like, you know, you know, what do I really have to lose? You know, maybe I go away and I do like, you know, six months or something like that. Come back, is that worth it? You know, it crosses niggas' minds, and I'm just like, no, that's definitely out of my character. So, I'm like, okay, you know, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. She's like, did you really want to do it? And I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. You know, I'm acting all dumb and shit like that, knowing that I, you know, I really wanted to have sex. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't really know. Like, it's up to you. I know you got a situation and everything, blah blah blah. And she's just like, she's just like, I don't know if I don't you know, want to give it to you right now, blah blah. blah. And then I'm just like, I understand, blah, blah blah blah. So, what I did was I, I went to the only trick that I knew at the time. And my uncle always told me if a girl was always on the fence about having sex, just go down and just, like, eat her pussy. So I, like, literally just went, put my head under covers and put my head where her vulva area was. And uh, I pulled down her panties. <sighs> the aroma of the vagina was kind of like, you know, like fried mushrooms, you know, and vinegar and honey mustard like in a blender and you blend it for like maybe 60 seconds and you put it in your hand and you spread it like on a part of your body and you like scratch it and sniff it kind of like you know one of those samples in the mall that's what it her vagina smelled like and i I didn't know what vagina was supposed to smell like so i thought it was it was supposed to have odor you know what i'm saying like i heard that experienced women you know had an odor you know I, it tells me that, you know, the quality of women that my cousins were fucking at the time because all this device was coming from them. So I smelled it. And I was like, wow, that's really strong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really strong. Like, she she has a lot going on internally. And so anyway, I started to, you know, I started to lick. And it was like, I didn't know what I was doing, but she was very, very stimulated. And um, I was like, okay, I must be doing something right because, I mean, she, she you know, her legs were shaking and shit like that. And I'm just like, this is, is very nasty. You know, I, I don't I don't like it, but I know that she likes it, so I just kept doing it. Um, and, I, and when I'm done, she looks at me, and she's like, wow, like, you're very, very, like an oral master. And I'm like, I didn't know what an oral master is. Like, to this day, I don't know what an oral master is. You know, I just feel like, you know, being an oral master carries a lot of weight because now you're expected to do that all the time, even though, you know, the girl... Tastes like licorice. So, she's like, she's like, let's do it. So, I'm like, wow. I remember that Trey put the two condoms back on the desk. So, I was like, all right, all I got to do now is get the condoms and figure out how to put it on. I'm in there. So I get the condom and I peel it off and I'm, I, and I'm looking. I'm like, how do I get this shit on? I don't remember this shit from health class. I remember in high school, we put it like one on a banana or something like that. And it was very easy. So, I was like, well. I put it on, I slid it all the way on. I didn't even leave any space at the top. And it was like, the gondola was like really, really like off. It looked like it was not on correctly at all. Like it looked like it was going all type of different directions. Like, so I just took calm and flicked it. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go like 
it's gonna go raw. So I put it in. So I put it. I helped. The, I put it in, kinda. And then she's like, "That's not right." You know what I'm saying? Like she's just like, "That's not the right area." But she grabs it. She puts it in. And when I entered, it was just like, it's like you entered to the gates of heaven. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this this is what the other side of life is. You know what I'm saying? Like the, everything that you've worked for thus far in your life. When you get to this point, you succeeded. You know what I'm saying? That's what it felt like. It felt like I had crossed over. It felt like my skin was magically clear. It felt like my eyes were no longer bloodshot. It felt like my eyebrows were filled in all the way. It felt like I had nothing in my nose. It felt like my teeth were white. It felt like everything that was wrong was corrected because of this moment. That's what it felt like. So my eyes rolled to the back of my head as if, like, the first time you're getting your feet done or something like that. That's what. That's the sensation I felt. And um, stroked, and I was like, it was like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, like in a back and forth grinding type of motion. I don't know how I developed the stroke. I think it was years of like built up like porn anxiety. Porn anxiety is when you, you know, you get so stimulated from porn, and when you actually get the real thing, it's like not. You don't you don't live up to expectations. You don't perform well. My stroke came directly from porn. So it was like I learned everything from porn in the stories that I've heard. So it's just like, okay, I, I got this down pat. So I had like maybe eight, nine strokes in. Boom. It just exploded. Like I just came. And it, and it was just like it wasn't even a warning shot. It was just like a shot. Like I just shot like Tupac got shot. Like it was just this boom. Like it just, it just, it just let it go everywhere. And it was like. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, I was supposed to do that in a condom, you know what I'm saying? And there was de- definitely no barrier between my condom and her eggs right now. So if she got pregnant, there's nothing I could say at all. Like, there's nothing that I can say. So I, I had, like, a dumb look on my face. And so, and what I did was I got my cell phone, and I wanted to see how everything looked. So I got my cell phone, and I turned the flashlight on it. And I flashed it down at the area, and I just saw cum, like, everywhere. Like, it was just, like, bad. And I was just like, wow. And she didn't even say anything. And I, and I looked at her in the face, and I was just like, um, so are you on birth control? And she was like, no. Like, why? And I was just like, if you didn't feel any of that cum, any of that hum baby, like, molasses, honey, milk, all that, just now then what's wrong with you like there's a lot on you right now and you really need to go get it checked out and she like literally jumped up pushed me off and like ran into the bathroom like oh my god like what are you doing are you a virgin or something like and i was like yeah i kind of am you know and she's like all oh, hurt and like I, I i'm so excited i got to take it and I'm like this is not what we need to be worrying about right now like we need to be worrying about you know you know what the name of the baby because i came so hard just now that it was like you have to be like pregnant with like triplets or something like that like it was a lot of cum and she was just like you know it's okay you know i'll get plan b i didn't know what plan b was at the time she's like i'll get plan b you know i'll pay for it don't worry about it i don't know if she ever got plan b i asked her the next day she's like yeah i'm gonna get on it i'm gonna get on it i don't think she got it i think she wanted to get pregnant Moral of the story is, fellas, 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 use protection. Use protection not just because of, you know, STDs and pregnancy, things of that nature. Use it for peace of mind. When things like this happen, 
you have like a little bit of clarity in your head. You're like, okay, well, I did wrap up. You know, I did. I was responsible. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I have to worry about this now. I don't have to wait and see what happens. You kind of know what happens because there's like a 96, 97% chance that you're fine. You know what I'm saying? Wear protection because it gives you that extra, you know, barrier. It protects you. You know what I'm saying? It's a contraceptive. Also, you know, you won't come as hard if you're not raw. I was so raw. I went. It's like it's like being in a forest with nothing on. That's what that's what it was like. Like I, I just went in like completely naked. Like it was like nothing there at all. No plastic, nothing. And it was just like you know. This is how my life was supposed to be. This is how I. This was. This is what I was meant to do in life, and it was a very very pleasurable experience. But it was a very funny experience, a very scary experience. So I must say, there is no pressure to lose your virginity. There's no pressure to do anything in life that you, you know, didn't set out to do initially. Always take your time. Always live your life and do what you're supposed to do. Don't rush anything. Don't rush anything. Kids out there, listen closely. Protect yourself. Be safe. Wait. Wait long as possible. Because once you start, you know, you're going to start doing things that, you know, you shouldn't be doing, you know. And and this is not the life to have. You don't want to become a savage just because you couldn't wait. You know what I'm saying? So just wait. Just wait. My story.